0: This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Standing by to join me is Melissa Davey. We're going to talk about her film Beyond 60. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I was so intrigued when I saw your trailer. When did this film come out?
1: Uh, The film was released on April 6th.
0: Okay, right in the pandemic
1: <laughs> right in it yeah getting it distributed during that time period was not easy
0: oh I can't even imagine
1: yeah wow
0: so um tell me a little bit about your background before we dive into the film um, did you always want to be a filmmaker kind of <laughs> um,
1: you know I spent uh I'm al- I'm almost 71 years old now and I spent the majority of my working life uh half in Nonprofits and then the for profit sector. And I had a pretty big corporate job um, up until I decided to flee and become a filmmaker. Um, and, you know, asking whether or not I always wanted to be a filmmaker, I, you know, it was one of those things when I turned 65, I started doing an inventory of all the things that I hadn't done and trying mm-hmm. to make a decision as to whether or not I was going to stay another five years at. at this corporate job or, you know, branch out and try something that I hadn't done. And when I went through the list, film kept coming back. um, As you know, and and I remember as a kid, being enthralled going to the movies on the weekends and taking books out of the library about different actors and directors. So it was always kind of like a fantasy. Yes. Um, But one of those things that you really didn't listen to when when your voice inner voice is saying oh I wish I had been a filmmaker I wish right. I had been in a movie yes it's sort of it seemed too fantasy like to even consider it and it wasn't until I turned 65 that I thought well you know why shouldn't I consider it what why, was it Excuse me.
0: well what was it about turning 65 did you feel like you were unfulfilled or no. what was it no.
1: It wasn't that I was unfulfilled. I was, you know, I was given an opportunity in this company, national, big, huge company to come in and build my own program for them. So I I had, it, it was a wonderful opportunity and I was on the road constantly and I had staff all over the country. So it was challenging, it was fun. But when I turned 65, a number of things happened. And one of them was our company was once again being bought out by private equity. And I needed to make a decision. Was I going to re up for another five years? Because I was, I was in senior leadership. So I had some investment in the company. Was I going to make that decision? And the joke among my colleagues was I didn't want to die at my desk. I kept saying that. (laughs) So, you know, I, and I always said it as a joke, but honestly, I think I was telling the truth that he was, you know, 65. Yeah. Do I really want to sit here until I'm 70? Yeah. And what do I want to do? And then a host of other strange things happened that led me to seriously thinking about, well, why couldn't I make a film? Yes. And And why not? And this is the time. If I'm going to do it, it better be now. Yes. So that's that.
0: how it happened. <laughs> You know, it's so interesting. I, I've had similar situations where I, one time, I was working at Hewlett Packard as a contractor. I'm looking out from my cubicle, thinking, "Is this it? Right. This is this is it." And when you you think, "How much more time do I want to waste?" Because it does feel like wasted time if you have these these desires to do something that you think is more meaningful. And and boredom is is an energy suck, you know. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, staying another five years, I knew that I could do the job in my sleep, I had created it. Sure. And then I thought, well, wow, that is kind of a waste of time, right? Um, you know, not to be challenging yourself to do something new.
0: Which can make Uh, you depressed, which affects your mental health, you know? And I'm a true believer. um, I've met total strangers that have inspired me and made me realize, like, wait, you can write that screenplay. You can study voice acting. Yes. You're you're not far off. That's not unrealistic to do things at any
1: age, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's how it happened. And I I jumped ship. I gave a long, I gave a year's notice because I knew I needed to. Uh, you know mentor somebody to come in and take over plus I wanted that time to figure out what was my film going to be about how was I going to do it what were the pieces that I needed to put together so that the day I walked out of the job I was already walking into
0: something else Melissa you just said something really interesting so you jump ship you've got your life preserver and your life jacket on but you don't know which way you're going yeah you didn't know what your film was gonna be about.
1: Well, I knew, I, before I left the job, I knew. So knew, but during that last year of working, I was also creating this film. I love and that. Yeah, and, and I was taking the time to just put the puzzle together. What were all the pieces that I needed? Mm-hmm. Who were the people that I needed to bring on with me? You know, yeah. what didn't I know? I didn't know about the cameras and the lights and the sound. Um, And I knew I needed a production company. So during that time, I went and found one to bring on. Um, So, you know, I and that I think I was comfortable doing that because I had built businesses. I had run huge operations and I knew that I always needed people around me that were smarter than I was um, to to accomplish things. So so that part was easy. And Mm -hmm. The day I walked out the door, this was all in motion, and the film was already being filmed, and the website was done, and and I was ready to go.
0: Yeah, really exciting. It you know I look at it as you wanted um, purpose and meaning in your life, or more purpose and meaning in your life, and I feel like that perhaps this film gave that to you.
1: Yes, and and the purpose and meaning is so instrumental as you get older, I believe. You know. I've had purpose and I had meaning in the job, but I was doing that for a a big company. I was doing that for someone else. This was going to be for me only. Mm -hmm. And I would be able to challenge myself and direct it the way I thought it should be. And for no purpose of, you know, gaining money for a larger corporation, it was, this is going to be something that would be meaningful for not only me, but for other people and as we get older i think that we do look inward and say well what have i given yes. you know what am i giving before mm-hmm. i leave the earth yes what is it that i'm giving people and that that became really important to me
0: but um, not everybody thinks like that not everybody thinks that they want to help other people or provide meaning or have a legacy not everybody thinks like that
1: yeah And I I get, well, I guess you're right. Um, But it it started hitting me. I would be thinking about legacies and things Mm -hmm. like that as I was getting older, you know? And and now I realize how important it is because we all have something inside of us that is prepared and ready to give um, to a large group of people or a small group of people. And we just need to figure out what that is and and right. mine what i think i am good at is storytelling and helping people tell their stories and helping those people tell their stories in a way that will impact other people and make them think and maybe challenge themselves about how they think about things that that's that's what feels the most comfortable to me
0: yes sure yeah so let's dive into the film i okay I loved it um tell me did you know how you were, how this was going to flow or did it evolve? Um,
1: I knew what I wanted it to be and it turned out to be that, but it certainly evolved. Um, And the, you know, the production company um, that worked with me, they had ideas along the way as well. So we would challenge one another with how this should all work out and one of the things that they were interested in was seeing it as a web series but i knew and that and it really would have worked fine yes um but my goal when i went into it was to make a film so you know i pushed that and said i really want it to be a film because i want to know from soup to nuts how you make a film and i want to see if i can be successful with it so um yeah so yeah it evolved a little bit Um, but it turned out the way I wanted it to Um, and it has been extremely inspirational and that was my hope um, now that lots and lots of people have seen it and I do a lot of Q&As for groups or individuals that have seen it. I I hear the same uh, comments uh, which you know that that's like a you know you get your stamp of approval that way where okay they, they related to these women, they took something from it, they learned something from it, and it made them think about things a little differently, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Well,
0: ironically, and I didn't tell you this, I've been in this fellowship, we wrapped up in June, the Age Boom Academy, Columbia University's Age Boom Academy. I forget how I heard about you, but um, I saw the, you know, the title Beyond 60, and I'm thinking, this is really interesting, because we don't see older adults as social and human capital. Right. And there's such power in intergenerational connections. Yes. And I'm actually wrapping up an article very shortly, my first article about that. So tell me how, um, give us a sense of what the film was about without giving too much away.
1: Yeah, the film is about women over the age of 60, their resilience um, and their continued relevance, which is really important to me. Um, the fact that they're still very active doing very interesting things and they're very relevant, but, you know, it also uncovers the fact that, okay, you wouldn't know who these people are. Um, If you walked past them on the street, you'd have no idea who they were nor what their story is. Um, So it is talking about that invisibility factor of all of us that, beyond 50 you know maybe maybe it's beyond 40 now i don't know but there seems to be this invisibility factor that comes with age and that's for women you know and i can tell you i was in a corporate job that was you know really heavily dosed with men and as the men got older and you know the silver foxes of the world they were kind of revered for being older and in the position they were in and the women were really put in the background and the women that were brought forward and this you know you saw it over and over again were the young women in sales or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. Um, so there was so much emphasis put on what a woman looks like or how old she might be um, compared to you know say a man so the film while it doesn't you know focus on that, you get the feeling that, okay, she wants us to see that these women are still viable and right. they're doing extraordinary things um, that should be told, which hopefully will give other women who are older or getting older the idea that they might want to think about what they want to do, sure. which: um, Yeah. Yeah you know that that was the hope. So there are nine women in the film, nine that I chose to do deep interviews with, and they're from all over the country. Um and we spent almost three years interviewing them and editing and putting the film together um, to make it what it is today.
0: And one was on my show previously, Susan Bennett.
1: Oh, I love Susan. I love her. She's awesome.
0: She is the
1: original voice of Siri. Incredible. She's an incredible woman. And I talked with her recently. She's, she's doing great. And,
0: great.
1: you know, she, she's just an, an amazing person that talks about um, being an introvert and not really stepping outside of her in-home sound booth where yeah. she did a lot of her voiceover work. Um, and, and the revelation about finding out that she was Siri, the original, really pushed her out. Um, and she started traveling the world and, you know, headlining at different conferences. It's a really cool story. I love
0: it. I know. Cause um, I've been reading lately. A lot of women are quitting their jobs. A lot yes. of women, um, you know, going through menopause. Yeah. Um, just feeling like, you know what? I think the pandemic, I know the pandemic has made people really think about what do they want in life? And am I really that fulfilled in the job I've had? Exactly. And working remotely and having to juggle family and everything else has made a lot of people decide they don't want that job anymore.
1: Yeah, which I think is a good thing that came from COVID. Um, It really, I mean, it certainly has, you know, upturned everything that that we knew as normal, which is probably a good thing. But I I do believe that a lot of people have said, wait a minute, you know, I've been able to do this job from my bedroom for the last year what else could I do what else could I do yeah Yeah. and and there were so many people that thought they couldn't possibly work that way you know that they weren't going to be able to perform their job sufficiently from a bedroom or wherever it was that they the kitchen table
0: or an illusion yeah
1: exactly (laughs) exactly yeah um
0: you know and I switched this show to on camera I gave people the option to be on camera in yeah. March or April of 2020 because I thought in my feeling so socially isolated and lonely at times, not being in a station and not interacting with people, why not do it face to face because everybody's feeling this way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, what else would you like people to know about your film? Well, I want them to watch it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is out there and it is available on demand. So if you have a, uh, a cable television channel like Comcast, Verizon, I don't, and there are different ones around the country and it's on almost every one of them. Oh, great. Um, as well as in Canada. So you can just go to your on demand area and you type in beyond 60 and it will be available to purchase or rent. Uh, there. And then it's streaming on most of the streaming platforms, which is the way many people watch movies today, like Apple TV, iTunes, and Vimeo and Vudu and, you know, all of those, or they can go to our website, which is beyond 60.com. And it will tell you there where you can find it. But um, yeah, we want to hear from people. There are lots of people now that are watching it as a group of individuals. Oh, and then they have me come and do a Q and A um, to walk through all the questions that they have about Amazing. the women and about me and about you know, why I did what I did. So that's been great fun.
0: Was there ever a moment uh, where you doubted what your choice or did you, you know, go full, full on and you were okay with this? Like, did you have moments where you say, wait a minute, I just left my job and I don't know anything really about filmmaking, what am I doing?
1: no, you know what? I didn't. I really didn't. And I think I would have 10 years earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think that I did this right at the right time when I was the most experienced and the most confident in knowing that, look, I was able to build and create a huge multi-million dollar business for this company. And I didn't know what I was doing when I did that. I mean, I knew the subject matter, but I didn't really know how to create it. And I was thinking about back about all the times that I had a misstep and, you know, made a mistake, but corrected it, made another mistake and corrected it. Mm-hmm. And so I became confident enough to know that you will make mistakes when you try new things. Sure. And it's the fear that holds people back. Um, I think that most people will be like, oh, you know, what if I fail? Right. I, I didn't feel that. I felt a little bit of uneasiness but I knew that I had the experience of doing something somewhat similar and that it was creating something that I didn't know that much about but that I was passionate about. So I never really doubted. That's good. I did doubt that I didn't know how people would respond to it. That was that was my fear. I still had that kind of personal fear around how people would react to it. That's what if what people happens. didn't
0: like it? But it happens when you throw yourself out there creatively. Yeah. It feels it, like a that, big risk. But it is it. scary. It's <laughs> very scary, but, yeah. but it's very timely because look what's happening. Like I said, people are leaving their jobs after years. They're questioning their choices. Yes. They feel unfulfilled. They feel like they don't want to waste any more time like you felt. Exactly. So I think the timing is great. So you thinking about your next film?
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm actually playing right now. I'm doing the um, early investigations and some interviews around the dreamers and immigrants and what Mm -hmm. immigrants have given to our country. Right. Um, And there's just some great stories there, which Mm -hmm. again, it would be a hope that a documentary like that might change somebody's mind about their judgments around immigrants and and how they feel about them. So hopefully that comes to fruition that's
0: exciting so but where are we connecting from where are you you connecting
1: i'm in valley forge pennsylvania outside of philly all right yeah
0: i'm in orange county i know orange county
1: and i you know i used we had offices there and i had an office up in glendale All right. so yeah yeah so i was out there well
0: you're not missing the traffic No, (laughs) not at all. No, no. No. Well, congratulations. I really enjoyed chatting with you and I can't wait to see what you have going on next.
1: Great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.